God knows nothing else is fucking coming out right now. <laughs> Although, yay, actor strike is over. I know, finally. Actors, what they do, motherfuckers. I didn't hear what the actual like. Yeah, I haven't heard. But I assume either. since it ended that it that they came to some sort of agreement. Welcome back, listeners. This is Supernatural. You're so stupid. It's a podcast that is not all about AI. I don't use, obviously, I don't use anything to write scripts for this. But I especially, specifically don't use AI generators. <laughs> Fuck it, I don't have a script. All right, uh, I um, I entered myself into a fanfic exchange for Christmas. Let's see how that pans out for me. Uh, and this is somebody who is going to murder one of her cats later, Sarah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the night pans out. Uh, all right. Sarah. Hmm. What are we watching today? I have actually forgotten. We are watching. We are watching episode four, The End. Oh, shoot. Oh. It just went away. Hang on. Episode 4, Season 5, The End. Dean gets a glimpse of the future in which humans have been infected with a demonic virus that turns them into zombies. I actually know what episode this is. Ooh, fancy. Uh, Listen, this is going to be probably the one and only. Well, Changing Channels is the only other one that I know what episode that That is. That is also in this season. So... uh, Get, don't get used to it, folks. It's not happening. We'll see how much you actually remember, too, as we watch. I remember quite a bit about this one. Do you remember that it first aired on October 1st in 2009? Also, it segues. Alright, uh, yeah, first aired October 1st to 2009. Oh yeah, they did change the picture of Jensen to Soldier Boy. Alright. Um, it was directed by Steve Boyum. Writer's Ben Edlund. We love us some Ben Edlund. Yay! And the IMDb score is flanked by a bunch of motherfucking ads. <laughs> IMDb score is 9.1. It's just, it's colorful noise. Look, it's a fucking trolls. I hate it. I'm really live sorry. in a dystopia. Anyway, 9.1 is pretty high. It is. I do. I hate it. I saw a thing that, oh, that's not what I want. I thought, saw a thing that was talking about it. It was like, there's like nowhere that you can go or nothing that you can do where you won't see an ad for something. And it's really fucking sad. <laughs> let's watch let's watch the fucking show. Okay. I was aggressively scratching my nose if you wonder why Sarah was laughing at me. I also like to imagine everybody thinking about what aggressively scratching. <laughs> oh, I'm right at the end. Cool. At the end why? of the episode? Yeah. I'm at zero zero. 
I managed to pause it right after it said then because it's not a recap. Because there's no skip recap. I have a skip recap. I. Oh, Are you there on the right is. episode? Yeah, it just didn't come up. Oh, okay. I'm just giving recap. The only recap that you need to know is that Croatoan virus that they had. God, yeah. was that back in season two? Maybe. I think it was. All right. So that Crow, they came into that town and everybody fucking died. It was the Croatoan virus. And I learned how to say Croatia. <laughs> I was thinking it. Pro, pro, <laughs> Don't call me friend, asshole. <laughs> you did not pay the meter, by the way. It's nighttime. You don't pay the meter at night. Not everywhere. In most places. And you know why? Because who the fuck meter maid is going to come out and ticket you at like nine at night? Absolutely goddamn no one. I mean, it could be four o'clock for all we know, because that's how dark it is at four o'clock now. You can't go anywhere else. Right, you can't go sit in a 24-hour diner or something. Yes, you're so fucking stupid. I love you. Do you spill your coffee again? No, look who's not taking fucking notes again. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Let's go. I mean, I do see where the Wincest shippers get it from. Because this is very much like a breakup conversation between two brothers. Oh, it's so sad. I just, yeah. 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 (laughs) What the I know I didn't go to bed in some place this shitty. Right. Not today. Oh my god, I know something about the set. I'll wait and say it later. Well, you can say it now. They had an actual set to work with. Because guess what filmed in Vancouver before this season of Supernatural? What? Watchmen. With their dad. <laughs> But Watchmen built this whole huge set mm-hmm. and they just left it there. Because what are you going to do? Right. And Supernatural's just like, well, fuck, we can use it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how they could get like this much like destruction. Yeah. Because like if they closed down a street and did this, it would be like, no, we can't do that to a town. Yeah. yeah, we can't do that to an actual yeah. location. That's super cool. That was very much like strawberry jelly. No, right? I love how I just punched a little girl. (laughs) Slow down, Jetson. 
Yeah. I just can't keep up with you. <laughs> that was almost 10 years ago. <laughs> Even their version of the future is now the past. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for us. What was that about a pandemic? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? Oh god, the future's so much worse than that, <laughs> dude. Even their apocalyptic future couldn't predict what the world is actually like. God, what 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 uh, we are we're we're living in the, the darkest timeline. Oh. We truly are. That doesn't look good. It's really good storytelling, though. Although it shouldn't be wet anymore. It looks shiny. It shouldn't. But maybe Bobby had really shiny blood. You don't know. Is he a unicorn? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I know. I'm adorable. <laughs> Yes, that explains everything. Thank you. Yeah. Elaborate, please. She was a very particular kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Forever cemented into spin it's lore. <laughs> it's canon. It is. Nice to see that even the apocalypse can't damper your pop culture references. <laughs> I don't know why, but the way he said that sounded more like Jensen than it did Dean. Bound to happen. <laughs> Where to hide behind Chuck, Dean? Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I just see you shaking your head. <laughs> this whole sequence. Yes, did you become a cult leader in the apocalypse? Do it. Yeah, like <laughs> that reaction is perfect. Yes. Are you stoned? <laughs> It's almost 2024. <laughs> yeah. We're practically 2024. You're still an alcoholic, right? Yeah. <laughs> that hasn't changed. Make yourself a home, Cass. Yeah, really. Just prop your feet up there. He's adorable. He's so fucking cute. <laughs> what? Eat a dick. <laughs> oh, the other cat's here now. Nice. Yeah. She's just cruising on by. Okay. Yeah, I like the way you said that. You said loading. Huh? Everything Cass does is adorable. <laughs> I don't know why, but Jensen sounds extra southern when he says Sam. Sam? 
Damn. That is the one thing they did predict correctly, is that people would panic buy toilet paper in the event of a pandemic. Or it like it's gold. Just the... This is the supernatural has a gift for everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we really do. Really glad you're driving. Yeah. That's why do you use the word mojo? Yeah, really. <laughs> that just sounds so unnatural coming from him. You could call him Dean. Yeah, because he's called you Dean. You really should have saw that coming, Dean. Yeah, really. Where's your weapon? Did he have? I don't think they gave him one. Did he? I thought he had one. God, those shoes are terrible. Those are bad. I know that's the most important thing right now. <laughs> and Cass took that really literally. <laughs> oh my god. You're doing some weird mouth acting. I don't know, I don't hate it. That was a Zachariah Jones. He has scare. to touch me to do this. <laughs> Especially like that. It's so weird. It is weird. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Cass, you have perfect comedic timing. <laughs> wow, Sam, did you find the ugliest car you possibly could I find? Was gonna to say, that's, I was going to say, that's a super ugly car. Now kiss and make up. Yeah. I love that Sam's like kind of like took a step back, like you're not gonna stab me with that, are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh I just I I want somebody to give Dean a hug. I just feel like he needs a hug. Both need a hug. Are you kidding me? A- everybody just needs a hug. <laughs> always. Always in this show. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everyone, to Nail Tech Talk with Alex and Sarah. (laughs) Welcome to our nail polish podcast. Uh, We probably could do a podcast about nail polish. We probably could. Between the two of us, God. Oh, man. Oh, I remembered. You took notes. Diligent note-taking. So proud of you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Um, so, I hear people yelling outside my window, which is weird because there's nothing back there. Uh oh. We just got new neighbors. I'm really hoping that they're not loud assholes. <laughs> not looking great. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Um, hey, first notice cast just stands there. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'll just wait. Just wait here then. Uh, strawberry jam. That was the little girl's mm-hmm. one. The future, 2014. 
Oh my god. And I wrote pandemic LOL. <laughs> he said it was a pandemic in Australia and I was like, ooh, buddy. Ooh. And and of course, President Palin is the least of our worries. It just, yeah, how 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 did we get worse than what the projected apocalypse is? <laughs> What the fuck? All right. All right. All right. Oh, no, baby. That was the, oh, the fucked car. up Impala. Mm-hmm. What about twinsies? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Twinsies. Twinsies. Oh, and I just wrote pink panties. That is just that is cemented <laughs> so many fan fictions. Yeah, the and it is the, canon. It is canon. Canon. The launch Love. of a thousand fan fictions. I I may have wrote a fanfic. I'm not gonna judge. Um, it's real cute. At least I think it's real cute. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I just wrote dick. Oh, he calls himself a dick. Mm-hmm. His older self. He does, and I swear, the way he said, because he says it higher, in a higher register, it sounded more like Jensen calling Dean a dick <laughs> than being calling himself a dick. So, I was like, oh, welcome to Cass's cult. Yeah. And I like past you. Oh, and then I just wrote Jensen's too good. That was that whole back and forth between the two deans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's I just we'll talk about it. Holy shit! Um, hoard it like it's gold. <laughs> hoard it. Hoard it. Hoard it like it's gold. <laughs> Toilet paper. I mean, that gift came up. So so many times during 2020. Holy shit. Yup. Just every 30 seconds, this truck. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And then I just, and then I just watched it for a long time. I have some notes on that, which I'll get to later. Um, we had an appointment. Oh. Yes, and it's perfect comedic timing. <laughs> Ray went when Zachariah is like, I have you now, and I'll never yeah. let you go. And it's like, yoink. What do you want now, bitch? Oh my god. Oh, and then I just wrote severe lack of hugs in the show. Yes. Because you're correct. Everyone needs a hug. And no one gets one, and that's just a crime. It's a hate sad. crime. I hate crime. It is. I hated it. I'm so stupid. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Our ratings for uh, the end. The end. Spoiler alert. This is currently the perfect episode. <laughs> Tens across the board. My overall and Sarah's overall, 10. Monster of the Week, which was really more just the plot of the episode, mm-hmm. 10. Supporting cast, which was mostly cast and Chuck. 10. Uh, 
writing, 10. Cinematography, 10. The feels, fucking 10. Also, there were some laughs in there. Love it. Mm-hmm. And main cast, we will talk for a long time about this. 10. And this gets my little extra just for Jensen and how fucking hard he worked on this fucking show. Five extra points, which gives the end. That's going to be a weird title to say. Um, gives the end 85 out of possible 80 points, Heck which yeah. puts it at the top of season five so far. And I know that there are episodes coming that I liked more than this one. So I'm just like, I might have to redo something in my rating system because, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know. When it comes to it. I was just like, I don't know. It's too perfect. <laughs> Jensen is too perfect. All right. Sarah, what did you think? Uh, it was super good. I remembered this one. This is one of the few that, like, are quintessential episodes for me. And I know it's also the case for the fandom. This is, like, one of the episodes for fans. Like, it gets quoted all the time. People talk about it all the time. Gifts everywhere. But, and it's well-deserved. Like, it's got really amazing acting from everybody. It's a really interesting plot. We hadn't seen this plot really from this show. Right? Not really. Um, we time traveled last season. Was it last season? Yeah. Um, but that was to the past. So this mm-hmm. is first time first time traveling to the future. We see like the apocalypse mm-hmm. happened and now we're here. Well, yeah, uh, I mean yeah, it's, no. it's not just like a random spot in the future or the past. It's showing the exact consequences of his current decisions. Which is super interesting and you could go down the whole rabbit hole of like time travel stuff that my brain was doing while I was watching it. Um but yeah it it's just a really good episode and I really liked watching it. I know, because uh, that's what Zachariah says, didn't you learn anything? And he said, yes, but I didn't learn what you wanted me to learn. And he yeah. has already changed the past or the future because future Dean tells him, he's like, I haven't spoken to Sam in five years. Mm-hmm. So the second Dean comes back, he reconnects with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the right answer. So cute. <laughs> I love the symmetry of it. Um, yeah, this was a great episode. I also wanted to, what did I write? Because I didn't notice before um in his little I'm gonna be real with you. I forgot that Sam called Dean before he went to the future. I completely forgot that that um, happened. That whole cover, that whole breakup. <laughs> yes. I mean, because they're already kind of broken up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I completely forgot what that happened, that that happened. And I think in my head, it was kind of like, because it was kind of superfluous, because in my head, they're already kind of broken up. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the bombshell of Sam being Lucifer's vessel isn't 
super surprising to anyone. <laughs> I don't think. Um, but I was paying attention to what Dean was actually saying to Sam, and he didn't say it exactly. But he did say that it doesn't matter what we do, we always end up losing or something like that. We always um, get pitted against each other or we're our Achilles heel. And he's just like, it was this very fatalist kind of like, like he he's already like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Desensitized to apocalypse yeah. happening. Um, but I just, I remember... I remembered that because I knew what Sam's mo- or I guess Lucifer's monologue at the end was because that's a line that's quoted a ton from this episode in that he says, we will, it doesn't matter what, what you choose, we will always end up here. And I was just like, when I heard Dean kind of say that, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I love the symmetry of it. Like he hears that from Lucifer and he's like, oh, well, that's, not great. Yeah. <laughs> are thinking similarly. Yeah. How about let's not? <laughs> um, yeah, but that just like, this is the first time like I was like, oh, that's, yeah, it's kind of similar to what he said in the beginning. I like that. I like that. Writing okay. 10. Yeah. That's why I got to Thanks, Ben. <laughs> or no. Yeah. Directed this. It was someone I didn't recognize the name. Yeah, same. All right. Um. Yeah, so I like that. I mean, I didn't know I told- what you wanted to talk about first. <laughs> That's why I was what like, you talk about first. Um. Just because of my nerd brain goes, I remember at the time seeing like some behind the scenes stuff or like either on CW or on Tumblr about the logistics of doing the Dean and Dean conversation. And I just think it's a technologically really cool. And B, as you were saying, I think we were not recording, but like um, Jensen's brain is just melting trying to be current Dean and five years in the future Dean and making sure you've realized they're two different people yeah like well we had a taste of Dean of Dean and Dean Jensen acting opposite himself um in that dream episode where he went into his own dream why am I blanking on that um, it's called, it, 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 I think it is just dream a little dream of me. Um, but it's, it's the one where Bobby, they have to go into Bobby's dream. And that's when we learned that Bobby had to kill his wife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. but at the end he goes into his own mind and he's separated and he sees a version of himself and he has to act yes. opposite himself. Um, so we got like a little taste of that, but I remember, I can't remember if he was talking about that episode or if it was when he was talking about this episode, but that's what he said is like, I had to, because obviously there's a body double there. I'm, it was a stunt man. Whoever it was, it was really good. Which it would, I mean, it, had to have it would make sense for it to be his stunt man because 
as I guess as a stuntman, you would want to know how Jensen moves. So he would already know that. And obviously from, especially from behind, he would look at least a little bit like Jensen. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's how stuntmen work. Um, but that's what he said. He was like, I would go through and do the scene and act and then change clothes, come back. And then you would have to, rem- I would have to, he would have to remember how he reacted and acted on the other side of that and basically react off of nothing because he's not talking to himself. Right. Well, and then so, remember like, what take, like, I'm sure he did multiple takes. Oh, yeah. So you're trying to remember what take am I reacting to here? Like, he either had to keep his performance very, very similar from take to take, or just had to try and keep it organized in his mind of like, okay, that's when I did this. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can see Jensen doing the just keeping it organized in his mind mm-hmm. thing. Especially like later he starts directing episodes. And when he talks about that, it kind of like, it seems like that's how his brain works. Um, I just, I, don't I remember. Know for sure, but I'm. I remember them specifically talking about putting the glass down and having one Dean pick one up and the other Dean pick one up and how like technologically like difficult that was for them to do. It looked very seamless though. Yeah. Like it it didn't, I didn't hear about the club thing, but when you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's because in that scene, like you see them from the side, from the, this profile, they're on either side of a table. So it's, It's easier to have them both there because you can kind of split the screen. They're not really like interacting with each other at all. But yeah, now that you say that, having that cup and having them, they have to interact with each other and there's only one of him. Yeah, I don't don't remember if it was behind the scenes, something Tumblr dragged up, if it was in an interview or something. (laughs) But I... (laughs) But... um, I just, that sort of stuff always interested me personally. So I was like thinking about like, oh, they would have had to do this well to do this, but like other things like the rack focus from one Dean to the other, like I can't figure out how they did it. And it was from 2009, like the technology, beautiful, right. The technology is technically older than what we have now. And I think it's better than a lot of the special effects. And we were talking earlier, I think off recording about AI stuff. It looks better yeah. than some of the like digital head replacement stuff you see now. It was that just looks it's, super fake. <laughs> yeah, it just looks so the 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 stuff they did in this episode with with that alone looks so cool and so good. I'm thinking that especially with the budget that Supernatural, or rather the budget they don't have, budget <laughs> the Supernatural has, that they would have had to figure out a way to do a lot of that stuff practically. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I mean, that's why cinematography got a ten because it just all looked so seamless. And then, can we talk about Jensen acting with himself? Yes. <laughs> because hearing him talk about that, about how he has to keep in his mind how he. Like, in the first take with the first, whichever one he does first, the first Dean, thinking about how he's going to, like, he hasn't filmed that yet. 
how yeah. he's going to react and how he's going to deliver these lines when he does do that and then react as he is now and then changing and then having to remember acted and how he thought he was going to act the next frame but when you're in that moment there was that long stretch where we didn't say anything to each other because we were just watching him talk to himself yes. and everything like you can see the emotion on like when he's yelling at him to like say yes to Michael when you go back you can see like how tortured future Dean has been. And you can see just how kind of stubborn our present Dean is. Mm -hmm. And like, it is, it is so seamless. It, it, like it, you don't get the idea that he wasn't like acting directly against somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you can't comprehend that he's not just acting with himself. Cause he's just like, Jensen does not have a twin. Logistically, he's just so good that it actually makes you think that it's two different people in a scene together, and it's just him. Yeah. But yeah, you can see the five years of how that had affected 2014 Dean, and it's just him changing his face a little. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. it blows my mind. And I heard I uh, the talking about it I don't think it was the director but it was some like it was directors writers producers somebody was talking about his performance um and about this episode and that's what they said was it might have been Ben Edlin talking about it about how of course praising Jensen for how he did that how you can see that like yep five years have passed and he's like I really didn't do, or, like, they really didn't do Jensen any favors, because they didn't even, like, change his physical appearance. Like, sometimes, you know how sometimes when it's like, oh, it's been years, like, you have, like, like, future Dean would have a scar on his face or something like that, or or that John Mulaney, except he was wearing glasses to show that time had passed, <laughs> like, he didn't have any of that. Like, honestly, even the clothes that he was wearing, like, it's kind of exactly what Dean already wears. Like, well, that and I, I was, was thinking, thinking about that when Dean was walking. I was like, oh, they had to specifically put him in that blue coat because his green coat would have looked too much like future Dean. I had the exact same thought when they were walking to wherever Lucifer was. That shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, they even had to think about how he would dress differently because it wasn't yeah. just a different coat. He was all buttoned up, and he just looked a little bit just his cleaner. Looked yeah, Later. and then yeah. future Dean is like, just uh, uh, it's just so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, but yet Jensen is too good. He's too good this for is, this fucking show. This is one of the many times where, like, if he had been on any other show, he would have gotten an Emmy. Emmy. This would have a hundred and ten percent been an Emmy episode. Yes, because it, it's just because it's not just like trying to portray him as older. Like I believe that Dean or Dean, <laughs> I believe that Jensen can do that. Um, can change his uh, the way he acts and the way he carries himself to like have these little differences, but just like. Yeah, just the the interactions with himself, and it's just 
There's no lag. There's no like I'm reciting a line ever. Mm-hmm. It's two people talking to each other. Two people that because of physics can't physically be in the same room <laughs> at the same time. Because of time, the time space continuum can't happen. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah. It's great. So good. Oh man. Do you wanna um do you wanna talk about uh do you wanna talk about Jared or do you wanna talk yeah. about Cass? Either. Cause I, I was about to say they all had to do that, play two different characters basically in this episode. Right? Yes. Um yeah, I guess well let's start with Cass. Because of course we get like the I'll just wait here. <laughs> The cast that's very like mm-hmm. the cast that we know and love in the beginning, and then yeah, the um, 2014 cast as he's referred to in fan fiction. Um, that's how big this episode was. Is that I think they're still writing fan fiction like oh, the yeah. 2014 versions of people fan fiction. Oh, I'm sure. I'm it's, sure. Had such a mark on the fucking fandom, but anyway, um, especially Cass. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I was thinking about it. It was like logically, it makes no sense for him to be there because he's just drugged out of his mind, doing orgies, maybe running a cult. He's not like contributing to the compound at all. But Dean's still like, yeah, he can hang around. Because he's in love with Cass. Yeah, exactly. That's where my brain went to. Oh my god, the number of, like, metas that I've read where it's like... 2014 Dean and Cass were fucking... And they're just like, these are all the reasons, like, all... And pointing out all these things. I was like, oh my god. There were a couple. I was like, you don't know if that's true. (laughs) Maybe not. But... They do love each other. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that is obvious. Because, yeah, and that even Cass even says, he's like, last year I was laid up for two months because I broke my foot. Yeah. Like, he's not an angel anymore. And he's, like, not even a good fighter because, like, what the fuck does he know? <laughs> right. Like, he's a part of the inner circle, but can he fight? Like, did he learn how to fight? <laughs> I mean, he's carrying that gun. That's true. I assume he dies in the little siege that future Dean plans, which was, holy shit. That was a whole other thing. Mm. Dean fighting with himself. You're only hurting yourself. Um, Yeah, that, that version of Cass is kind of iconic. And it is very, like, hippie esque and, like, yeah. And I even think his voice, like, because we all know that Misha lowers his voice to a different register than his natural speaking voice to play Cass. And I even think his voice was up a little bit higher. I don't think it was quite like in his natural range, but it wasn't it wasn't Cass range. No, you know, it was definitely lighter, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't the, the lower the lower register. Like, but yeah, it wasn't 
Misha's natural speaking voice. Yeah. And I was thinking about it when we were watching, especially when they were driving and... Um... Jesus Christ, what did he say? He's taking pills and he's like basically taking uppers because he was had to a bunch of downers like Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. Glad you're driving, Cass. Um <laughs> don't hit a fucking tree. Uh but in that I was like because I was thinking when we were writing uh writing, I didn't say it, but I was like, there's some things that he said, and even the delivery of them is a little clunky. But when I think about it, I kind of like that some of the things that Cass says are awkward and strange because especially in that little like war room meeting that he had with what's her face and Cass and the two deans um especially the way he was and the way he talked to the other dean um it's it really is apparent and he kind of says it too that he's just like drowning himself in um hedonism essentially so I like the idea that some of the things he says are kind of awkward and weird because it just goes to prove that this whole like whatever hippy dippy cult leader has is just a complete front mm-hmm. and that it's like just like a slapped on coping mechanism that he's trying to get through. So yeah. I can't remember what he said specifically, but I was like, that sounds weird coming out of chess. So. <laughs> and Nisha's a fantastic actor, so I'm sure if he he had some ideas. I think Misha really likes when he gets to play like but okay, so co-workers don't know why, but she looked up like uh Misha's Wikipedia page. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why. I I talk more about Batman at work than I do Supernatural. Like, I don't talk about Supernatural that much, so I don't know. We weren't talking about it. I don't know why she was looking it up. Um, But it was really funny because amongst the things that she said to me about what the fuck is Misha um, (laughs) was all of the listings of the characters he played on Supernatural. And she's like, what? <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. And even this, I think this counts as like a different version of Cass. It's the 2014 yeah. Apocalypse Cass. And it's just like, I think he got a real kick out of being able to. And at the end of the last season, you know, he played Jimmy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. He was funny. Got to see Misha's gummy smile, which Cass hardly ever has. Yeah. Gummy smile. <laughs> which is just because when G- Misha smiles real big, you can see his gums, because that's just how some people's teeth are. Mm-hmm. But we Same. call it his gummy smile. Affectionate. Gummy smile. Same. Yeah. Gummy yeah, smile. yeah, you do have a gummy smile. Aww. I don't, because I have big teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You have anything to? Mm, no. Okay. I just had to think. I was having thoughts, and I just had to make sure there wasn't any I wanted to express. Rattle some of them out of your my brain. 
All right. Well, let's talk about oh, fucking Jaren. Neither let's. Because he showed up for work. He showed up for work today. He did. Um, I remember that. And I didn't say anything at the time because I knew I was going to bring it up now. You said something about we rag on Jared for his mouth acting so much. Yeah. <laughs> but you said something about like, oh, he's doing some weird mouth acting stuff. And he is. But it's different than when he plays Sam. Yes. Everything about like, because he even had like this like oh pitying look toward Dean. Everything he did was very like oh this isn't Sam. Right, right. Like it was just it's everyone... very obvious. Like he's in that stupid suit, so he had a little bit more costume help than Jensen did to get into <laughs> character. But still, like this isn't Sam. Yeah, just every once in a while he moved his mouth kind of weird, and I get that it was like a choice, and he was trying to emulate what he knows from mark's uh portrayal <laughs> i was like uh, i think that's right mark uh, <laughs> but every once in a while i was just like oh that was a weird choice but yeah it definitely wasn't sam like yeah. you knew that from the off yeah and i like how um they kept with it because mark pellegrino's his version of lucifer is very i mean that's just kind of how he is as an actor it's very sedate and very just like hmm you know mm-hmm. just letting silences roll like roll out and just not being super expressive that sounds bad but it, it's not it's it's really good and I, Jared kind of rolls with it. He doesn't look like he's doing an impression of Mark, which right. I thought was cool. I thought that was nice. Um, but it is still this more sedate where he's just like, oh, dang. like very conversational, even though like he knows what he's doing is crazy. Like it doesn't really matter because he's just so he's like, I'm the devil. I'm out. Like it's a, like, yeah. yeah. So I, mean- I like that he he kind of emulated that vibe without mm-hmm. copying it. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I agree. He, yeah, he did a really great job. I mean, it was like a couple of pages of dialogue, but he made a very big impression. Yeah. Um, Cause he's the big reveal, you know, at the end. Cause even when, um, I remember that watching it the first time, even when um, future Dean, because he tells him before they go out there that Sam isn't dead. He said yes. And so Dean knows that when they say that they're going to this place to kill the devil, it's going to be Sam. Like, we all know that when they're going. And still that reveal when Lucifer kills future Dean and turns around in that white suit, it's it's still kind of like, it's still kind of shocking. It still yeah. kind of takes you by surprise. Yeah, you still don't... Like, the reality of it is so different than just hearing it, you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is to do with, like, just his general demeanor when he is Lucifer. Yeah. Because you don't... You kind of don't expect him to be like that. Like, we've seen Jared play, like, evil before. And like this is this isn't even that. Yeah, because he's not necessarily 
playing evil. To your point, it's very like quiet and subtle, but you still get the feeling that like this is the most powerful creature in the room, you know? I think that's the thing, is that it can be that way because he is powerful, so he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be loud or forceful or whatever because he doesn't have to be. Right. It's crazy. (laughs) Well, and I really Um, liked, I liked his speech about, like, why did I get cast out from heaven? Because for a minute there, you're like, oh, I kind of actually feel bad for him but then you gotta remember it's his version of the events <laughs> so they're probably not 100% accurate but like he was really good at being like I did nothing wrong and I was cast out yeah but then you have Dean standing there like cool story bro how about don't take it out on all of us then <laughs> that's your trauma to work through cool story <laughs> still murder right that's exactly what that is. <laughs> or Dean's reaction to it, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I... Oh, yeah, we said that when we were... Or I said that when we were raining. But, yeah, um, Jensen telling the story of, like, that week of filming, because it's just a week of Jensen try- keeping the two Deans straight in his head and going back and forth and doing, like, dual roles, essentially, mm-hmm. for a week. And then Jared just showing up, like, last day of filming, like, hey, guys, all well-rested and just stealing the shot. Blowing it out of the water. And it just doesn't be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, he did good. Did. Credit where credit is due. We, we, um... We rag on Jared a lot. We do. I think it's because we see these moments where, like, he can act. Right? So. That's it. Like, you see the potential. But it's not but like it doesn't always hit. Because <laughs> um, even, like, his... Uh, and it, it actually helps um, the juxtaposition of the two characters when you go back to seeing him as Sam he does a good job as that too because he's still like he's still not in a great place but like I like when he kind of because like we said at the end of the second episode it's kind of a mutual breakup essentially when they go their separate ways um, and Sam calling Dean at the beginning of this episode, he kind of was like, that's all you have to say. And I think it's because, you know, little brother, he that freaked him out. Well, talking yeah. to Lucifer and learning that he's the true vessel, it really freaked him out. So what is he doing? He's not just reaching out to Dean because they're hunters and whatever. He's reaching out to Dean because Dean is his safety Dean is like his Dean is his parental figure. He's well, it, scared and he needs comfort. And that so it like upsets him when Dean is just like, whatever, dude. Well, Dean is literally the only other person who understands yeah. what Sam's going through. So I think he, yeah, he was expecting something more, and Dean's just like, mm-hmm. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm over yeah. it. But you can see it the and then at the end, like. He is cautious. Like I said, he took that little half step back because he's like, are you going to stab me with that knife? <laughs> yeah. 
because he takes out the demon killing knife and he hand he does hand it over to Sam, but before that. Um but you can see that he's cautious, but he's also just so relieved. And like Jared did a really good job at that too, because you're just like, oh Sam's back. Oh. I know, and you're like happy for him because he's got his his brother back. And I do like because we mentioned that um before, like we're kind of like we get where Sam's coming from, but we really get where my next door neighbors are moving and I hate them. Oh, um, I can't I can't hear it, so Okay. It's night at night, sir. <laughs> um <laughs> But I I liked what uh, they said to each other because we were like, yeah, we get where Sam's coming from and he is sorry, but we also get where Dean's coming from. And he's like, you screwed me and I I can't really trust you. Um, where Sam, again, is like, thank you for essentially giving me another chance. And I, I can't remember exactly what Dean said, but um, he said something to the effect or um, what was it? I don't know. It was kind of like Sam would prove to him that, like, he's worth the second chance. And Dean's just kind of like, I know you will. Yeah. Because it's that thing. Like, yeah, we're going to try to work this out. But, like, Sam understands, like, yep, this is my last chance. And Dean is like, yep, it is. But I, <laughs> yeah. but it's still with that idea of, like, we're still willing. But, like, yes, we are both going to have to work at this and not lie to each other essentially which, which is funny because they can't work through anything <laughs> right healthily at least oh uh, but yeah so so i liked that again for like the real the realism of it all with the redemption of sam mm -hmm. Was there music? Uh, there was that song that the military plays when they kill zombies. Yes, there was that really loud music that I it was so loud that I couldn't hear Sarah because the speakers on my laptop suck. Um, I think what that was, was that it. song. Oh, I don't remember. It's like it was some really upbeat too. To yeah, it's some upbeat like. Like a I 60s song. Yeah, I wanted to say 60s or 70s song. Like it was just it was for the irony. Yeah. Also, who the fuck were those people? Just some random military dudes drinking in their tanks and playing music and killing zombies. What what is anything? Like because yeah, I'm just like I I I didn't even think about that until just now, but it's like it seems like Dean's little camp is all that's left of the world, and yet there's this military tank of guys that are well, just randomly shooting at the Croats, as they call them, the Croatoan people. Zechariah says something about how there's barely a, a Congress or something. And I mean, there's a president, okay. so there is a form of government. So Okay. Probably some form of military. I missed that as I oh, it was "Do You Love Me" by the Contours. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I was uh, I missed that as I was laughing at the um the sad state of our real world. Well, you want to know what the funny thing is? I thought it said President Putin. 
Jesus Christ. And I was like, is that actually what it said? <laughs> and then Yuli said Palin later. I'm like, oh, that makes more sense. Makes more sense. Yeah, because she was the worst thing in our political world at that time. <laughs> we didn't oh, know. how the we mighty have fallen. <laughs> Do you want to uh, talk about the sad state of affairs with women in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. Good job. Hey. Uh, totally cutting the rest out. Yeah. Literally, it was just the one woman, right? Or there were the orgy yes, women. Yes, and they then mentions named. of whoever fucking future Dean cheated on her with. Mm-hmm. They don't even really say that they're dating. She just says, I thought you said we had something special. I was like, and I'm just like, Dean, yeah. you can't fucking do that when you're in like a close-knit community. Well, I'm like, honestly, it feels kind of out of left field yeah. for the character of 2014 Dean. Like, I, in really thinking about it, it doesn't feel like he would just, he would behave like that to me. I imagine that it's kind of like the cast thing. Or what about all those women? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, none of, the, none of them are named or have any lines. Correct. Um, but but yeah. they're gonna have some fun, apparently, and some sapphic love because Pass is the only dude in there. So <laughs> I'm down. Let's do this. All right. <laughs> it's the end of the world. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm guessing it's kind of in line with the whole Cass. What Cass said, it was just like numbing the pain. So I'm thinking it was just like trying to get him out of his headspace where he's like, sure. it's the end of the world and I have to try and kill the devil. Ah. I mean, it was, the actress was fine. Like, I didn't have a problem with her, it but it was also fine. like, that whole subplot wasn't really needed. Yeah. Like, it didn't add or take away from the story or the characters at all. But I was almost thinking, I was like, should I make a point off of writing for that? They've done worse. They have done worse. And it does show, like, she's pissed about it, and she's still pissed at him about it, but, like, it does show her doing other things. Like, she wasn't just there for that. She's also, like, yeah. in his inner circle, which just makes Dean look dumber. Right. I don't think we were recording when we said this, but, like, it looks like he is, like, her and Cass are part of his, like, little inner circle of people in this encampment and like fucking you screw over one of them dude right like no don't do that right holy shit but yeah i don't i don't i don't don't know i don't know about you dean there's just a lot of questionable choices you're making here or decision making I mean, Dean already has questionable decision making. I guess five years didn't help. No. <laughs> five years five of years apocalypse? Of... Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But then, of course, she died because we have that little conversation about how Dean's like, future Dean is just sending friends into a trap mm-hmm. as a decoy. Which, of course, present Dean is just like, what the fuck, dude? 
Well, and it was all for naught because he died. So everybody dies. Cool. Everybody dies. The opposite of Doctor Who. Ah, <laughs> oh, the night like doctor. That. He's my favorite. Oh. But Christopher Eccleston. Christopher Eccleston refuses to come back for valid reasons, from what I understand. Yeah. But. <laughs> Whereas David Tennant called himself an old whore that'll do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Which, you know what, dude, respect. <laughs> you gotta make the money somehow. Ah. Uh... All right. I think um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Um, not anything of substance. I just like. How did your two? How did your two thousand and fourteen go? Not like that. I don't even remember. Shit. I honestly can't recall. Um, no. I just I find it funny seeing Chuck in these situations, knowing who he actually is. This episode does kind of make the whole Chuck is God theory uh, fall a little flat. But you could argue that the angels aren't necessarily actually traveling forward in time. They're just constructing what they project the future will look like. Yeah. And if they don't know that Chuck is God, then Chuck is just some guy who is monitoring the supplies. <laughs> That's a very good point. And that I like that. Using a human shield. What a dick. <laughs> no. I mean, to be fair, he is being attacked by a woman he has never met. So. Yeah. For things that he did not do. Yeah. But I love that Chuck is just like, he's like, yeah, he did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even trying to cover for him. Like, he doesn't question Dean's behavior at all. I love that. So, like, I was, like, a foot shorter than Jensen. <laughs> oh, my God. So the idea of him hiding behind him is just extra hilarious. I'm afraid. I remembered something else that I read today. Somebody commented, we need a slur for toddlers. <laughs> Posted, it was, it was like a word in Pol- like in Polish. We have this word, which roughly translates um, to shitlings. <laughs> I was like, just look, we need a slur for toddlers. I'm really pissed, and I need something stronger than you <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Stop to that. Oh, thank you for listening to whatever the fuck we're doing. Um, <laughs> we don't know anymore. I don't know. You can drop us a line at uh, checkingtherearview at gmail.com. Never gonna change. Um, or you can check out uh, the Tumblr at SPN. You're so stupid. You're spelled correctly for the sentence. It'll all be in the description. Um, and there's some stuff on there. I posted a lot of stuff that just this past week. Something Pretty popped 
pretty fucking proud of it. Honestly. Popped up while we were recording because I got I get notifications on our blog. So I don't miss it. Ooh. I don't. (laughs) It's literally the only blog I do that with. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's easier for me to just like to plan it, yeah. Mass upload and just schedule them all. I just do it all at once and then I mean, that, that's what social media managers do. Who is what social media managers do? Do you think put that on my resume? Sure. If you want that's people the in the professional world to know that this is what we do, because then they'll come check it out. And remember, you can always put stupid things on your resume as long as you word it correctly. I successfully run a blog for an independent podcast. Hey. Uh, goodbye, Sarah. <laughs> goodbye, Sarah. Goodbye, Sarah.